you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of... Fingers on buzzers. Look at that autumn energy (laughs) coming through. It's because the clocks have changed. It's all gone a bit funny. You're all to cock, aren't you? circadian rhythms. Yeah, no, I don't know what's (laughs) happened to my... I've got no circadian rhythms left, I don't think. But we will give you everything we have, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, chums and pals. We have got an amazing episode because we have one of the all-time game show hosting legends. I'm talking, of course, about Mr. Les Dennis. He's been on our he's been a on our lovely hit man. list for a long time. He really has. I mean, in a good yeah, way. And, not that hit list. Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a different one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got that one, and we're coming for you guys. Written in blood. Uh, oh yeah. Um, so lovely, Les Dennis will be talking to us later, and we have an absolutely brilliant listener quiz oh. with a wonderful man by the name of Alan Dunn. Oh, honestly, he's from he's from the Riviera of England. He is the the British Riviera and home of Basil Fawlty. So now you all know where he's from. Superb quiz questions. Yeah, it's a great one. So we're looking forward to getting on with it. So let's do that. Well, we have a treat for you. We are joined by the one and only Mr. Alan Dunn. Hi. I see it says Al Dunn on Uh, your uh, on your Zoom. Everybody knows me as Al. Um, oh, I'll call you out. My email to Amanda is is my posh oh, one. It's so formal, it's very formal. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Alan Dunn, it's Mr. <laughs> Alan Dunn Esquire. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Alan Dunn Esquire. It is lovely to have you with us, Al. It's lovely. And I love the fact that again for the listeners, uh, you appear to be wearing a 2020 t-shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just one that we did, we did a challenge at work this year and got t-shirts if we completed it. So there we go. <laughs> to be reminded of this. I mean, year. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all the years to have on a t-shirt. I know. It, <laughs> Well, I don't want to forget it, and I'm in danger of forgetting it because nothing's happened. Obviously. <laughs> well, I presume you have you've done some quizzing, though, Al. Right? Oh, you've done some quizzing well, in have, the lockdown. Not as much as I would have liked, but when, during lockdown, we did loads. Um, but ordinarily, because I do one of my things, I do is I I 
sort of do uh, sound and lights for an Amdram company. So I'm very Ooh. often working evenings. I can't do like a regular Tuesday night quiz or anything. The only yep. one I can do regularly is Sunday. And the only one on Sunday is ridiculously difficult in this neck of the woods. Ah. So it's one of those. I still do it. But <laughs> <laughs> what neck of the woods are you in? Hey, Torquay. Sunny Torquay, okay. as I've got on my email. And then consequently, it's <laughs> rained ever since. So. <laughs> yeah, I've been on holiday in Torquay many times. And it's always absolutely tipped it down. Well, if anyone in the Torquay area is interested in putting on a Sunday quiz, especially yeah. for Al, then you know, yeah, yeah, I can always go to a Sunday one. Yeah. 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 And a uh, quick shout out to your Amdram company. Who are they? Oh, they're called Toads. Um, Torbay Operatic <laughs> Amateur Dramatic Society. Um, so uh, in the bar, there are absolutely toads everywhere because we've got our own theatre. Um, oh, so yeah, it's got quite a well to do, you know, theatre company. Nice. But. Wow. Yes. There's one near my father in law is in an amateur dramatics company. Um and there's one down the road that has a costume department and it's and yeah. they're always poaching the members of my father in laws. If they're yeah. if they're any good, they go, Oh, come to us. We have facilities, <laughs> we have our own theatre. Which is that the cheap bar? <laughs> well that's yes, enough that's for me. That would do it. Road, it? it does it for much. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your uh, what's your feeling about quizzing? What's your relationship with quiz? I, I mean, I love it. it. I'm not start? brilliant at it. I, I, music is my my subject. Um, mm. A bit of odd sports, you know. Particularly, I quite like American football. So if there's ever an American football question, I'll get it because it will be it's such a niche subject that it'll be ridiculously easy. Um, yes. Comedy, you know, Blackadder, Red Dwarf kind of stuff all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff um mm-hmm. but I, I i do like the general knowledge but i'm just not very good at stuff like geography and history and stuff because i was never interested at school mm. but other than that yeah all good it's hard to um, rekindle and, an interest to, to up your quiz well, in adulthood yeah you need an angle it, mm. and most of my history questions i get right are because of blackadder yeah Yes. <laughs> that's perfectly adequate yeah yeah pop pop culture pop culture to learn things. i mean i know a lot about um american history because of the simpsons oh yeah so there's a there's a there's finding your way in so wow. um i would mm. say one way that i've been trying to work on um so your medieval kings is to watch yeah. the hollow crown the bbc version of the shakespeare plays because now oh. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I know that was Ben Wishaw. <laughs> it's absolutely irrelevant <laughs> what they did. But I'm like, ah, oh, yes, I remember. I yeah, but you know, you know who played it. Yeah. <laughs> My husband was in one of those and in a scene with Julie yeah. Walters. Ooh. And the really awful thing is I can't remember which one it was, which <laughs> king. Anyway, that is that is terrible. But yeah, that, that is... I'll tell you what I found really useful is horrible histories with the kids. Yeah. Because the horrible histories, um, Kings of England, Kings and Queens of England song is amazing yeah. because it's just a list of all the Kings and Queens and it is, it's valuable for any quizzer. If you don't know it, look up that horrible history song and it will help you forever know the, the I know order somebody of who knows Kings it and, and it's Queens. your son. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really well. <laughs> yeah. There was one of them yes. as well that was a rap, and I, I can't remember which king it was, but he did a rap about himself, and it was just brilliant on Horrible History. Oh, yeah, it's one of the Georges, I think. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a George. Um, so do you ever go on television quizzing? Have you ever done that? No, or is it something you would like to do? It's, it's that I've... The, the perennial sort of, you know, only connect um, thing, apply for that and never get in. Um, but yeah. I live in continual yeah. hope, so, uh, yeah. It's very competitive <laughs> to get on that show. As well. Oh, absolutely, and rightly so, because it's brilliant. So, But I, I enjoy just watching it, and, you know, it's it's great. But I, I enjoy watching any quiz, really. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's all, all good. Have you got any, any, One any day from out. the past that you think should come back or that you, you, you hanker after occasionally? It's... Well, I mean, I I enjoyed stuff like blockbusters because that was just brilliant. And, and of course, your favourite, Going for Gold. Um, mm. Would love to see that back again. Um, oh, I can't, no, I can't think of any uh, anything else. 15 to 1, but that does come back, doesn't it? Um, yes, is that still on? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah, it's not on right this moment, but they are no. still, they still make it with... Uh... <laughs> With Sandy Toxvick. Sandy. Yeah, Sandy's on, yeah. yeah. Well, now listen, Al. Yeah. It's been a very <laughs> much fun ominous. talking to you about quizzing. <laughs> well, it was. I was interested. Well, I... Yeah. No, I what have I done? 
I just think that your quiz is going to be very good. I'm very excited about it. So uh, we are going to see you a little bit later on okay. for this quiz. I'll see you then. Well, we are honoured today to have a fantastic guest with us, someone who is not only a brilliant actor and a fantastic comedian, but also an absolute game show legend. <laughs> it is, of course, the one and only Mr. Les Dennis. Lovely to be with you it's, both. Really is lovely. It's so nice to see you. Well, uh, we worked together, Les, on my yeah. first ever television appearance, which was on Russ Abbott's Christmas Madhouse in, I want to yes. say, like 96 or something. I remember um, it And well. you were so lovely. We were filming in, in Tatton the... Park, weren't we? we were, it was, exactly. We were, we were doing kind of some kind of Pride and Prejudice spoof, weren't we? Yeah. Yes, yeah. you and Russ were Mr. Bradford and Mr. Bingley, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, I was one of the the young daughters, along with the lovely Siobhan Finneran. Yes. And, um, and yeah, Peter Gunn. Great. Yes, lovely that's Peter right. Gunn. He was another suitor. So yeah, it was a it was a lovely introduction for me to the world of television. <laughs> An honour to work with you oh. and with Russ and Bella and all of the oh, all yeah. of the gang. It's lovely to see you again. And lovely um, to see you. Obviously, you've not been idle in lockdown. I have enjoyed. <laughs> Enjoyed very much today with the Royal Court. You've put online yes. your performance of Jigsy. Yeah, which I did in Edinburgh, I think. And you were in Edinburgh at the same time because I came to see That's your right. show. We did it about eight years ago. Its natural home was Liverpool because it's a kind of love letter to Liverpool. It's about a comedian in his dressing room. Um, and it's based on a real comedian, Jackie Hamilton, who was a kind of local hero, but he was very parochial and didn't really get outside of Liverpool, but was seen as one of the funniest men in Liverpool. So to go back and do it at the Royal Court in isolation because it was a, a, a one-man play meant I could do it. Scary to do a, a, a play that's got lots of gags in with no audience. But, <laughs> but we, see, it, we seem to have um, been a hit on, on YouTube with it, which is good. Oh, it's absolutely glorious. And I think actually the empty theatre does lend it a certain poignancy, doesn't yeah, it? Because yeah. it's about, you know, a showbiz career that's in decline. And, it you know, it feels, it's amazing. It's a really beautiful thing. And brilliant of you to do it for free for all of us and if we're going back into lockdown again at least that's something for us to, <laughs> to see to yeah to. I really I really enjoyed it I mean I was worried I thought well I haven't done it for eight, eight years it's 70 minutes how am I going to learn it but because I'd done it all those years ago for some it's in it was in there and it and it came muscle back. memory yeah. muscle memory yeah. came came back quite easily so um I loved it it was great to do well you see that would make you a good quizzer wouldn't it Jen you see that kind of <laughs> you'd, you'd power so. of recall <laughs> I think so if you've learned something that long ago and it doesn't take much for it to all come flooding back yeah. then there's definitely some there's some good quiz instincts in there Les yeah well mm. my my quiz instinct wasn't so good on the chase I'm afraid um I did <laughs> oh. I did well in the cash builder but then I got convinced by Joel Domit to go for the 80 grand. And I was doing okay until I, um, a question came up about twerking and I had no idea what it was. So I, just, I went out. <laughs> Joel's very <laughs> convincing though, yeah. so I don't blame you. Yeah, I went for the big money and didn't get it. <laughs> oh no, Les. So, well, I'm sure you'll get another shot at it though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes it much more exciting when you go back and, you know, you, you've you got demons to conquer and, you you know, there's a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of fight in you. So uh, we will look forward to seeing your next appearance it's, on The Chase. It's kind of crazy, though, when you're used to sitting in the host chair, you know, to then be the contestant. It's very nerve wracking because... Um, You've got no control. I did point. <laughs> I did pointless with uh, with Richard Herring recently, and 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 I did Richard um, Richard Osman's House of Games. That's great fun, but it's 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 um yeah. it's a lovely show to do, but uh, hard work. But you'd rather yeah. you'd rather be in charge of matters, would you, Les? Well, yeah. I mean, and at one po <laughs> at, at one point in the week, Richard said, "Look," he said, um, "I'm going to let you take over, and I'm going to sit in your seat one one night in the week." But I was doing quite well, so he said, "Well, we can't <laughs> do that now because you've got a chance of winning the trophy." <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can't wait to see that. Do you, do you know when that's going out yet, or should we just well, keep, we'll keep our eyes peeled? It's um, they've they've started the the socially distanced um, series now, mm. so it's 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 due uh, anytime soon. Imminent, 
imminent. Yeah, imminent. We can't make. Because yeah. I saw you on Pointless, another appearance, which was a family special, which yeah. you did with your niece. With my niece, and that... Steph. Ask Steph. Ask Steph, yeah. yeah. I really felt for you because it was one of those Pointless appearances where you did nothing wrong at all, <laughs> but the questions just fell. I mean, you were up against Vanessa Feltz and her fiancé, yeah. Ben, who, yeah. I mean, they're very good, actually. They um, are very good. But... And they and they knew Latin, and one of the questions towards the end, you needed to know. It was about the Wombles, but you needed to... She knew the Latin for, is it uh, Madame Sh- uh, Shal... Yes, it was Names of the Wombles, yes, and it was, it was Madame Cholet, yeah, and it Cholet. was a derived from the name for cabbage, yes, and she, yeah, she, she sort of went there. <laughs> she and, went there. But you weren't far behind, because you went for Orinoco, which was also yeah, yeah. a very good answer. Yeah, well, so, I've, you know, you... I've been on it twice, and, uh, well, no, three times now. I, um, I did it with Warwick Davis first time, and we got to head-to-head, and then with my um, niece, uh, we got to head-to-head, and then I can't tell you how we did with um, <laughs> with Richard Herring, but... Um, well, yeah. the thing is, the lovely thing about Richard is he notoriously doesn't mind. So, you know, I'm sure he will have absolutely... <laughs> yeah, I'm I sure mean... he's, he's already forgotten all the mistakes yeah, yeah. that he oh. made and he's not he, he... ranting about them at every given opportunity. <laughs> he, he won't be ranting because we did well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, teaser. Okay, nice. teaser. We can't wait. Well, I think we are going to put you in the quizzing hot seat again. Okay. Um, because what we like to do to warm up is we like to quiz our guests right. on some aspect of their lives and what I have picked with you actually is um, very much talking about Jigsy and talking about the you know Jackie Hamilton and great Scouse comedians because of course Liverpool is very much the cultural hub of the UK (laughs) in terms of music and comedy cannot really be rivaled so what I was going to do and Jen can play along as well because you've not seen these questions Jen is I am going to describe to you a comedian from Liverpool and you just have to tell me who that comedian is okay okay right sounds fair (laughs) okay so the first comedian I want you to identify is someone who was born in 1905 and he was actually born in Wigan, but he moved to Liverpool within days of his birth. So Liverpoolers claimed him as their own. Right. So he was born the 21st of November 1905, and his birth name was Charles Alden. Oh, and in Music Hall, he had an act where he usually played violin badly, first as Hunique, <laughs> and then Nedlow, the gypsy violinist. He also played comedy roles in several British films, notably as the headmaster in Carry On Teacher. Ah, right. Oh, wow. You'll probably know him best from his radio career, I would say. It wouldn't be Arthur Askey. No, yeah. it's not Arthur Askey. Although, of course, a very good guess, another brilliant... Played, played by, oh, I, of course I do know, because he, he was actually on the panel um, when I was on New Faces. It's Ted Ray. Yes, indeed. Ah, Ray. Well done. <laughs> Ted Ray, yeah. very good. Ray's a laugh, of course, was the, the final clue that I was going to give you there. Okay, here is, let's do this one. This is someone who was born in Liverpool on the 28th of May, 1944, and her birth name was Eunice Irene Carroll. Eunice Irene Carroll, she was born 28th of May, 1944, which makes her 76 at the time of recording. Right. And she was in a vocal group with her brothers called the Carrolls. She was a singer, and then she went on to become a successful comedian and impressionist. Oh, I, again, I, I work with this uh, lady, um, Faith Brown. It certainly Faith is. Brown. Very good. <laughs> two out of two. Yeah. I did. Uh, who do you one. do with her in the early days? Oh, who do you do? Who do you yes. Do? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you do? Do you know, I was watching um, some Family Fortunes today, which has been, I've been on my sick bed today, Les, and uh, feeling very sorry for myself. And because we were interviewing you tonight, I was like, oh, I'll just treat myself and watch some Family Fortunes. And there was a brilliant one, which I think... Were you watching Gino? (laughs) I was, well, do you know, I've not seen Gino yet, but it is amazing, isn't it, that the, the format is... It, it is never ending. It's been because yeah. it was Bygraves first, then Monkhouse, then you. No, it was the other it? way around. It was Bob first. Oh, Bob, Bob first, was first yeah. and then and then Max did it for a couple of years, and then mm-hmm. it was rested, and then it was me. Then it was Andy Collins who did it yeah, on daytime. Time. Yeah. Um, and then of course it was Vernon who did the uh, celebrity version, and now it's gone back to um, the uh, the families, proper families, and that's of course with Gino. Yeah. 
It's incredible because I was, I, you know, obviously we never had family feud. Yeah. We've never sort of seen the American version of it, but that similarly is still, I mean, it's had a couple of little breaks, but that's been pretty much it running since 1957, on, yeah. I think. Yeah, they used, they used to um, um, do it kind of, uh, when I went to America, I was fascinated watching it because it was on between nine and ten. They'd have two episodes and they had shows. By that time, they'd run out of families and they'd changed it to things like um, uh, people who had had bad surgery and the lawyers they sued for malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, I mean, they, they tried to make it proper feud in that That's way. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Cause the, yeah, the British one is a bit cozier than that, isn't it? You know, when you were on pointless as well, you made a really good point, which was that basically pointless is kind of the opposite. Yeah, family fortunes. It's, it's family fortunes in reverse. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Well, also though, it did get me thinking. Now, here's a little format idea for us guys. Tell right. no one. But I was thinking, because pointless, you know, it, it's a sort of more, you know, family fortunes is more about reading the mood of the general public, mm-hmm. and it's not so much a kind of general knowledge quiz. But I thought you could just do family fortunes, but it's proper quiz questions. So it is like a little bit more highbrow, a little bit more yeah. kind of, you know, name a, yeah. you know, name an Italian uh, Baroque composer or whatever we were talking about last time, Jen, you know, that kind <laughs> of... Um, that would be you could do that. Family, wouldn't it? Do you remember that? Ask oh, yes. Family, which was um, Robert Robinson mm. did that. Um, uh. And, and it, it was that was quite highbrow. It was. It was, yeah. That I suppose you're right, actually. As with all ideas I ever come up with, it turns out they've already been done. Except for cakey, cakey dance off. <laughs> We're still, still. I'll talk to Les about that. Yeah, that mean, that's my format. Cakey, that was from, cakey that dance was from series one of this podcast. This is now series four. It's still not been in front of the commissioners yet. <laughs> okay, cakey, um, cakey dance off. Yeah, right, well, okay. it's it's baking shows are popular, dancing shows oh, are popular, okay, so there you competition go. shows are yeah. always popular, put them together. <laughs> and this is still true. I mean, even from series one of this podcast, it's still absolutely true. Now, while I was watching Family Fortunes, and in fact, the second little sort of quizette that I wanted to do with both of you, one of the things I love about Family Fortunes is that it it really was because it was so funny and I mean obviously I watched all those compilations and Les you must have loved all of those ones where people came up with the ridiculous answers right yeah. that's what we loved right we did we did a couple of specials called family misfortunes and we put all the, the answers together because so often people said I bet that didn't happen I bet that was never a question and so we put them together um and it worked so well you know um some That's of them were brilliant. just outrageous. Some, so even I couldn't remember some of the, the, the mad ones, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because even just watching random ones today, like this wasn't even one of the compilations of the funniest ones. There was one which was, you said, uh, name something that you wouldn't attempt even once. <laughs> Right. And this guy, quick as a flash, comes back and he says, sex on a train. <laughs> and just... <laughs> wow. <laughs> And you'd love to get that guy on the psychiatrist yeah. couch, wouldn't he'd, you? He'd already thought about that long and hard for whatever reason. Well, wow. uh, clearly, clearly he thought about it one time and regretted the fact that it did, he didn't do it. Don't you think? That's what Never wanted to do it in the first place. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope we should find him now and see, you know, yeah. whatever happened there. Where, where that did was that coming ever... from. <laughs> one of the one of the um, the ones that we found was Max Bygraves, and this lovely. Um, she looked like um, the the woman in um, the Lavender Hill Mob, real sweet lady. And and it was um, name uh, it was name a slang term for money, and she said uh, bitch. Um, Max looked like really money what? bitch, and she said sorry. I thought you said mummy. <gasps> it was just kind of clean. We we got this insight to her, to her family life. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Like a sort of Joan Crawford kind of mother that she must have had. Sort of. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, it's it's a brilliant format for all kinds of reasons. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about it is that sometimes it sort of throws up things that are very specific to a cultural time or period, right? Okay. So what I thought I would do <laughs> is I, I'm, I've just taken one episode, yeah. uh, which was the Tickles versus the Pews. <laughs> and you, you were so lovely with the contestants, by the way, because it was so... 
your contestant banter is so full of warmth and kindness oh, and loveliness. It's really a pleasure to watch. Well, I, Absolute pleasure I, I, to what, watch. what I did, and, and, and people don't often do this, I did all the rehearsals with them as well. So I put them mm. in their ease. I, I, I had them, you know, whereas normally somebody will take them through the rehearsals in the day. Um, I, I made sure that we did a proper, you know, got them properly rehearsed and they were used to me being there. Because for me, um, being a game show host is like being a host at a party. That's my way of yeah. thinking of it, making sure that everybody's glass is topped up, that everybody's having a good time and, and, and checking on everybody, you know, you know, the kind of the, the nervous auntie or the or the mad uncle on the end, you know, or whatever, just, just, <laughs> just getting them involved. You know? <laughs> the woman who's in the corner going, my mother was a bitch. That, <laughs> all of them just... <laughs> yeah. So, well, it comes across as well, because also there's that bit at the end, and the thing I always loved about Family Fortunes, the big money game, because the, the tension and the drama of that, yeah. and the fact that it involves someone going off into a soundproof booth, which there is not we nearly enough of. Booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that more yeah. soundproof booths, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the... Because you've always got your arm around them and you're so on their side. Yeah. And it really feels like the best quiz show hosts. I always think with Bradley on the chase, you know, the, the, the very best quiz show hosts are the ones where you go, they are undeniably, undoubtedly on the side of the contestant and yeah. they've genuinely got an investment in yeah. uh, them doing well. well. Well, I'm glad that came across. You know, that I, you know, I did want them to win. Absolutely wanted mm. them to win. And, and I loved it at the end when, you know, they won a day you and, and jumped all over the place and threw me up into the air. It was just like <laughs> the excitement was, was, was palpable and lovely to, to be part of. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, and some of the spot prizes were brilliant as well. Again, <laughs> the, the great lost thing of 80s and 90s telly yeah. was things like winning. What did I see today? They won a trip to, to Italy, which was lovely. And then power tools. Right. Um, it was a coffee machine in the days when a coffee machine was something incredibly. I'm going to. Exotic. I'll tell you now; those are better than the spot prizes yeah. on Tipping Point today. <laughs> yeah, that's a true. terrarium. We gave away a terrarium. What was? Imagine that? getting a terrarium. <laughs> yeah. I didn't you even never know what knew a terrarium you wanted one. <laughs> and and we also gave away. Um, uh, and and afterwards, I think the producer uh, Dennis Liddington decided to find out what people wanted so that he could tailor it. To, to something yeah. they want because we gave a guy who lived in a high rise a greenhouse. <laughs> wow, gosh! I mean, yeah, which must have looked weird coming yeah. up to the rest of the public. Just going, well, okay, fine, he's got a greenhouse. Yeah. And something we didn't know until uh, a couple of weeks ago, or even last week, on this podcast was that when they said we asked a hundred people, that was the studio audience, right? Um, what what it was not not so much the studio audience; it was the contestants, the people that were coming in uh... for the series we would then we would give them during the day questions for the next series so we were kind right. of that way 
we were getting the that's why we got so many silly answers because we were <laughs> we were getting their answers for for the next series yeah we did that one. oh that's brilliant but and that's where were you doing idea. it by the way it was the television house which it was that nottingham was that we, central i i started when i started it was at atv it was um it, um it was uh, central in in birmingham um, yeah. So we were right next door to Crossroads um, was still happening. And then then we moved to Nottingham to the Colton Studios. Yeah. Very um, good. Now, I'm um, going to ask you now. This is from the Tickles versus the Pews, which is sometime in, I would say, 90, I don't know. Right. Some of them are just quite general. So I want you to give me the top answer okay. to uh, name something that rumbles. Stomach. Very good, Les. That... Very good. <laughs> Jenny, do you want to attempt any of the other answers that would have been up on the board? Uh, if thunder. you'd been in Thunder was also that was you got one and two. Straight oh, right. into one and two oh, there, guys. Great team. <laughs> yeah. great team. <laughs> Something people stick a label on. Um uh, uh, <laughs> stick a label on. Um uh, mm. a packing box. Jam jar. Mm, jam jar from Jenny. What was yours, Les? A packing box. A packing box. I don't know if you would have got anything there, Jen. Uh, the top answer was luggage or cases in that. Ah, of, uh, of course, in yeah. In that yeah. instance. Yeah. Now, here's one. This is a little bit kind of of its time. So you've got to cast your mind back to all those years ago. So a song with green in the title. Green, green, green grass door. Of green door would be there. Green, green grass of home. Do you know what? You've done it again. You've done one and two. Les, number one, green, green, grass of home. Jenny, number two. Now, the go. final question I'm going to ask you from the uh, the Tickles versus the Pews <laughs> edition, which people can find on YouTube if they want to play along. This is, I think this is the beauty of Family Fortunes because it was taking the temperature of the nation at the time. Because this question is, can you name someone impressionists often impersonate? Oh, gosh. Um that would, so you know, at that time, uh, uh, Harold Wilson. No, that's too early. Mm. <laughs> I've gone right back, haven't I? Um, <laughs> Michael Crawford. I mean, Michael Crawford is number one. There oh, he is. There you go. Oh. Frank Spencer. Frank Spencer. <laughs> well done. And I mean, actually, that answer would have been good for about fifteen years. Yeah, I would say absolutely. And and uh, when one thing I learned when I had the cards there, when I was asking them the you know the the, the top five. Oh, the, the the five at the end, you know the um, mm. um, and I remember not holding it close enough, and the guy must have seen something because the question was name a um, a famous Native American tribe, and he just looked puzzled, and then he went, Sioux. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a bit of a giveaway, mate, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. not pronounced how it's spelt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, because I did, I did think that because there was the whole thing of it's all very high tech with the ball with Mr. Yeah. Babbage. As yeah. uh, did As you Bob, call it, Mr. Babbage? No, or was that a monk house? Bob, that was Bob's. Yeah, he he coined that that, that name. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that's all very high tech, but you're still all, all on cards, aren't you? There's not yes. really, you know, yeah. no iPads Always in those days. No, no, the cards. And if it's up there, I'll give you the money myself. That was an accidental catchphrase, I believe. It was, yeah. I just, I, I said it one time and it got a laugh and then the producer afterwards said, we'll keep that, we'll keep using that. And I went, well, I've done it once. <laughs> and he went, Les, that's what a catchphrase is. And I went, oh yeah, of course it is. So I love that. (laughs) The comedian's instinct to go, but that's old material. I've I've done done it. it. (laughs) (laughs) It's obviously one of the most iconic game shows of all time. And it's so, so lovely to talk to you about it. And thank you so much for telling us all your behind the scenes stuff. (laughs) We should quickly mention The Grid as well, because our listeners will also remember The Grid, which was another great game show, slightly a victim of scheduling, I think, because actually... It was up against, um, uh, uh, what what, what is it, two of us? What's the, um, it takes two? It so takes it, two, it was, yeah, Strictly. When Strictly was at its absolute Absolutely. Peak. So, and, you know, I think they then realised that five o'clock was a better time, whereas, you know, half mm. past six um, every mm. night. And In the Grid was um, actually produced by Richard Osman. He was, and, and invented by him, I think, you know, for Endemol TV. So it was, it was a really good show, but uh, maybe not the best um, title in the grid, because that's where it ended up. <laughs> <laughs> It was a spooky Nostradamus prediction by Osman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was.
it's a perfectly good format. And again, you know, if anyone's listening, you know, we yeah. could probably we could mash that up with Absolutely. cakey cakey dance off. Well, I, I'm, and, st- I'm uh, still waiting for more Liverpool comedians, but you know, I was loving oh. that. Shall we yeah. finish off with another Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool comedian? I'll tell you what, I'll do one of my absolute favourites. So, born as Michael Lawton on the 25th of February 1950 in Liverpool, Merseyside. His first ambition was to be a footballer. He played as a goalkeeper and as a boy he signed for Port Vale when oh, Sir Stanley Matthews this, this, was the club's general who, manager. I, 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 he and I did, um, we worked together at Buckley Variety Club um, uh, in 1971. Um, I think we were working with... Um, Herb Reed and the Platters, <laughs> and and it was the lovely Mick Miller. No, you're yes. yeah, yeah, an absolute funny, funny gent, yeah. yeah, and a delight. Lovely. Oh well, I mean, you have absolutely covered yourself in quizzing glory <laughs> uh, tonight. There, Les, not a question wrong on uh, on Liverpool comedians. And if people do want to see Jigsy, if you're interested in the history of comedians and brilliant hearing about comedy and the highs and lows then you can watch on the royal court well on youtube basically the royal court liverpool gorgeous absolutely gorgeous theater and hopefully they'll be back up and running very soon it's a great theater Um, because it's it's um it's one of the few theaters which does dinner theater um you know the auditorium is set out with tables and chairs and you sit and you have your your pint and your meal and then um, at eight o'clock, it's cleared, and you know the the audience. It's it's the people's theatre, and they if they if they um, want to heckle, they they're very funny. They they come back <laughs> with things, you know, like when when I in Jigsy when I collapsed, the one bloke at the front went, "That's good." <laughs> and, and I did another play called Miracle on Great Homer Street, and I played um, the the, uh, the priest. Um, and uh, at the beginning of the second act. I was right at the front of the stage um, in, a, in a pin spot um, praying. And as this bloke came back to his um, table, he went, sorry about that, Father. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Scousers deserve their reputation <laughs> as the best and worst audiences <laughs> yes, yes, uh, of all time. Yeah. Depends <laughs> which There's... side you get. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You can have your best and worst gigs <laughs> in Liverpool. And um, when live comedy and live theatre returns, then you will be touring with a one-man, a kind of a memoir, a retrospective. Yeah, I think the the idea is uh, for me to just look back at um, 50 years of being Les Dennis. Um, next uh, July, um, I, w- I did my first gig at, in Liverpool at the Melling Ratepayers. Um, and so my plan is to go back to the Melling Ratepayers and do a gig and then, and then do a show from there that we, we will tour um, based on um, 50 What anniversary 50 will years. that be then? 50 years, oh of, my God. 50 years of being Les Dennis, yeah, yeah. Wow. 50 years of being a legend. <laughs> oh, well, it's been such an absolute joy and a delight oh. to talk to you. Thank you so much, Les Dennis. Lovely to talk to you both. Thank you. <laughs> So now it's time to welcome back a man we spoke to earlier on, the majestic Mr. Al Dunn. Do you know the the subject of the quiz that I'm about to get? No, a complete surprise. We do not. Well, uh, so I was listening to one of your um, podcasts a few days ago. In fact, I was binging a few because I was behind. I I was playing catch up. Um, (laughs) Nice reference. Lovely. It was the Tom Price episode. I think, mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. mentioned your ideal crossover quiz would be like an antiques roadshow quiz. Yes. <gasps> yes. I was clearing out a bookcase of all my mum's, because my mum had loads of crossword books and she loved doing Sudoku despite never being able to pronounce the word. Um, <laughs> bless her. Um, but I came across this little beauty. What? <gasps> the Antiques Roadshow quiz wow, book. What, what year is that from, may I ask, Al? It is from 1986. Oh. It's an oh. antique itself yeah, now. Well, it is now. It's yeah, a collectible it's at the very least. Should I take it on the show to see what it's worth? <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, Maybe do I it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I've got five questions for you about Amazing. the Antiques Roadshow. Wow. Oh, this is great. Right, so we're going to start off with, if there is such a topic, an Antiques Roadshow current affairs question. Um, <laughs> on, on this month's Best of the Summer show, mm-hmm. which was just a week or so ago, a man was pretty much told off after admitting that the item he brought in for valuation, 
he had taken from the Saltdown Lido in Brighton. <laughs> what was it? Wow. Oh, Ooh. I love this. Oh. See, I, I, watched, I watched the last... something that was on public display. I watched the last five minutes mm. of the episode and I missed this bit. Oh. Um, it's, it's been in the news. Yeah, no, I've missed this altogether, but I'm now thinking, what public do you have? Uh, oh, is it one of those, would it be be like one a... of those signs that says no ducking, no bombing, no petting? <laughs> no. Oh, they're great, those. yeah. Is it somebody famous's uh, Veruca Sock, maybe? <laughs> uh... It was Frank. Somebody famous is getting there. Oh. Okay, somebody famous is uh, a famous Lido user. Clip. It's something that somebody put there deliberately for the public oh. to enjoy. <laughs> oh. Um, now, is Brighton is Brighton relevant? Uh, the it, fact that it's it is considering there was a spate of these things happening at one point in Brighton. Oh. Oh, you're making this very interesting, Al. I love it. Somebody mysterious being in the vicinity at the time. I was wondering if it's going to be the Prince Regent's water slide or something but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, something mysterious in Brighton. Is it like sort of Banksy kind of Ooh, related? that is the word I wanted oh. to hear. Nice, okay. So it was a little rat and a power drill that oh. he'd and so he, he said he was just walking past and he gave it a yank and it came off so he Kept so kept it and then admitted what? to it on national television yeah, yeah. On, on TV oh my god <gasps> oh yeah how much is this worth yeah by the way I nicked it <laughs> oh no oh my gosh That's, yeah and if it's not nailed so, yeah. down I'm guessing it was it was stuck down but not nailed down he's had a right old roast on Twitter apparently well I should hope so I, oh. I hope I hope the fuzz will be uh, well. going round I thought I hope Sergeant Fang from Henry IV part 2 <laughs> will be turning up to arrest him <laughs> I'll, I'll have a word. I'll see. I'll see if Sergeant Fang is available. So one, Perfect. I think one nil to yeah. Lucy. Oh yeah, 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 lovely. Uh, so question two: Antiques Roadshow was inspired by a 1977 documentary which followed a London Ooh. auction house touring the southwest of England. Wow! That was presented by Bruce Parker, who was off Nationwide apparently, um, and Arthur Negus. Oh yeah. Yeah, they we went on to the present the early episodes, but how many presenters mm. have we seen since then, oh. since 1979? Ooh, great the question. Main, the main host. The main host. And they're, I mean, there's only been one main host for a while, but uh, there are some crossovers, so partic- presumably at some point there were more than well, one at a time. We've currently got Brucey. Mm. Brucey does it. Oh, Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, it was... You, Brucey. Um, Aspel? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Aspel before Fiona yeah. Bruce? Was it? Yeah. Was it? Was there not another one oh, in the middle? Maybe there was. No. No. No, there wasn't. Okay. To, yeah. We we're, we're, get we're going back now because he was on it for quite a while, wasn't he, old uh, old Mickey oh. Aspel? So he was on it for seven years. Yeah. Uh, what? Did, when did he start? Do you know? Two thousand. Oh, so no. So who was it when I was growing up? Because it was a you know well, see, a Sunday I evening. I couldn't remember picture. that, but it was undoubtedly. Mm. Hugh Scully. Oh, of course. Yes. Come on. Oh, God, of course it was. How long did he do it for? Oh, the longest Uh, time. 23 years, I'm going to guess. Why not? That's not bad. Do you want to go higher or lower, Lucy? Oof. I'll go uh, higher. 26. 19. Ah. Oh. 81 to 2000. Wow. I mean, okay. that's still a good Very stint, good. Hugh. Nice one. It, it is a just it's a good amazing, chef, isn't it? So we're on at least yeah. five. Yeah, or no, got... So it's apart from Niggas and Scully. Include Niggas and Scully. I mean, it, it, was a, it was a good stint. So may, maybe that is just it. Maybe that's... But maybe because it was such a long stint, there were relief presenters yeah. and he would have, you know, if he'd gone off for a bit and, you know, he might have had a holiday. <laughs> he might have gone off and taken two weeks in sunny Torquay. Just and, take the whole uh, roadshow with you. Actually, yeah, that's, that's true. A holiday. That's true. I'm going to say eight. I'm just going to add an yeah, extra random I'm, I'm going to... I'm, I'm goal hanging. I'll say seven. Oh. <laughs> You're closer. It's six. <gasps> so there's only oh one more. We've God. only missed one. Yeah. But who was it? Any clues? It's Any clues? It's a lady. Angela Rippon. Rippon. Yeah. yeah. Rippen. The it usually yeah. is. It's, it's the very, there's very <laughs> little for a, for a period from in, in the in the 80s and 90s, there are very few shows that Rippon hasn't had a go at. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. And it's safe yeah, hands. Once you got her legs safe out. Safe pair of hands, that. <laughs> yeah. 
Say pair of hands, say pair of legs. That was that was ripping for a while. Very good question. Okay. Oh, very good. One each. So, um, question three. Antiques Roadshow has spawned at least four spin-offs in the UK. Mm-hmm. Oh. But who presented the 2005 spin-off 20th Century Roadshow? Now, I ask this because one of those episodes that I was playing catch-up for um, featured a listener question to whom this person was the answer. Oh. <gasps> oh, now, if I could now, only remember anything longer than a day ago, this would be really Amanda read out the question, oh. and there was a sort of, can I say, a visual connection? Oh, no. I mean, a... Amanda? Was it the other Amanda Redman? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to, if it's 20th century, so it'd be someone who's like a Wayne Hemingway or a, someone of that ilk, a kind of, you know, someone who's interested in art and artifacts of the 20th century, maybe? No, it was more a sort of a host. Oh, right. A, a, a safe pair of hands. Yeah. Yeah, not, not an antiques expert, although. And it was what year? What year were we going uh, at? 2005. Okay. 2005. So early 2000, you know, like your Vernon K. You test daily. Older. Uh, oh. So more, more of an actual antique. <laughs> themselves. Okay, I'll give you. A, I'll get you a bit nearer. <laughs> Same first name as me. Oh, Al Murray. Mm. <laughs> uh, the, the longer version. Of Alan Davis. Alan Davis. Alan Davis. No, Alan Carr. I would, oh. I would like to see that show. I'd watch Alan Carr's <laughs> antiques program any day. <laughs> Um, Alan Bennett. Ooh. Oh, we've got a lot of famous I, I, Alans. I would love we? to watch all of these. Yeah. <laughs> um, was Fluff Freeman? His oh, real yeah, name was Alan, Alan wasn't it? Alan yeah. Fluff Freeman. Was, yeah. Um, Alan Wicker. Oh, yes. <laughs> these so are all great. great. I'm having a lovely time naming Alans, but uh, I'm not We're sure. We're running out of Alans. Um, yeah. yeah. You're going to so, have to tell on. us that. Oh, Alan Titchmarsh. Oh, oh, of course it one is. One of the other Alans. One of, one of <laughs> the other. definitely my top ten Alans. <laughs> Am I? You are now. Yes, number one. <laughs> Didn't know you existed. You're number one now. You're, you're, you've been promoted. You're, you're straight in. Okay. He's, she's, he's above Titchmarsh immediately, <laughs> rocketing in there. <laughs> there you go. Right, good yeah. question. I'm sure I could beat one. him in a race. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Uh, question four, the Belgian version because it spawned quite a lot of international versions. The Belgian one is called Rijkerdenjedenkt, um, <laughs> which I hope is the right pronunciation. Apologies to any Belgians if I got that wrong. Um, I can spell that for you. Yes, please. It's R-I-J-K-E-R. Dan, yeah. like the name. Je is J-E. And then Denkt yeah. is D-E-N-K-T. And there is a question mark. Oh, so yeah. Kind of <laughs> I love I love the way you say it. Out, it's something. Well, so you denked. It sounds like you thought Ooh. or you you thought. Well, it's, it's and then think, but you think you think Rijker. I mean, the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam. Just thought it was old. I mean, is it the it's, art it's not, museum? It's not is it? connected to that. You think it's really old? Uh, older than you think? Oh, um, so you've got than you think. It's just. Uh, more expensive, more than expensive you think. than you think. Richer than I'm going to give you that. It's rich, richer than yeah, you think. Yeah, yeah. richer than you think. Richer than uh, than you think. And this is yeah. one of the, the, the places that where I hate myself because what should have taken me 20 minutes to write these questions took me best part of <laughs> two hours because I go down rabbit holes. Yep. And, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, there yeah, were yeah. some brilliant international ones. Um, that one, by the way, was hosted by Steph Coppens in Flanders since 2012. I only say that because I wanted to say Flanders. It's an amazing word. Yeah. <laughs> um, Germany have four versions of it. Of course they do. Go um, on, lads. They love it. Sweden have one called Antique Runden, which is Round of Antiques. Aww. But my favourite was the Netherlands, which is Tussen Kunst und Kitsch, which is Between Art and Kitsch. <laughs> wow. Isn't that a great title? That is, that's the that's yes. my motto, actually. And that is... <laughs> that's my lifestyle written down. But it kind of sums up the Antiques Roadshow, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to be on a T-shirt for Jenny Ryan this Christmas. I'll tell you that for nothing. Thank you, Alan. Right, OK. So, Excellent work. Last right, question. Come uh, and th- this was deliberately last because I thought if, if we need a tiebreaker. Um, Antiques Roadshow has been on TV since 1979, as we said. How many episodes have there been to date? It's maths. Oh, I hate and this. I, have, I hate the maths. So I have 
the total of regular and special separately, right. but you can do a joint total if you want, or you can do them individually. <laughs> do you know, I've just stopped caring. I've, like, my head has gone down. I'm so bad at these. So I, cause... this series is series 42. I was going to say, that's, that's 41. Okay. So 42 series. 420. I'm just no, going to say a number. It's one of those where it's not like one series per year. It'll be like one and a half per year because they'll just keep it going. Mm. They'll keep going round. So I'm going to go for 610. Ooh. Jenny, you are closest. Uh, regular episodes, 825. Oh, <gasps> what? Believe it or not, they, they started off with eight episodes a series mm. and it's been as high as 30. Oh, but wow. It's kind of plateaued off at 26. Yeah. I, was, I was going but, for a, about a dozen, but twice yeah. a year ish. But, but, then, that, but that's, yeah, that's kind of, of that. averaging out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but specials and spin offs, 115. Good That's nine hundred and forty altogether. Oh, I better get started on that box set, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. I know. That's our plan to binge. That is going to take us the best part of a year, isn't it? Really? And it won't be too long before the thousandth one comes around, will it? We'll, that's, well, we'll get Titchmarsh on. Get oh, on with that book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I mean, Al, it was a masterful quiz. I knew you wouldn't let us down. Oh, thank, thank you, you very so much. Making our quizzing dreams come true. We wanted an Antiques Roadshow quiz. We got an Antiques Roadshow quiz. So uh, thank you very much to the wonderful Alan Dunn, our favourite Alan. (laughs) So, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show again. We've learned Um, a lot today. I really loved this one. Absolutely loved it. And, uh, you know, I love the fact that Alan made all our dreams come true. You know, I like that sort of... uh, the the symbiosis between the podcast and the listener and then the listener puts back into the podcast and yeah it's 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 beautiful definitely in with a bullet at the top of the top 10 allens there yeah 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 and then definitely number one les oh 100 of all yeah. time yeah another dream that came true was just interviewing <sighs> les dennis and him being everything that we had hoped Absolute and dream. so i hope you've enjoyed it as much as we did dear listeners we love you very much and we will see you next time on Fingers on buzzers <laughs> Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.